We're the Kitchen Sisters, Davia Nelson and Nikki Silva. Today, Hidden Kitchens takes us into the converging worlds of a Canadian immigrant, an Italian pasta-making family, and an old Armenian woman, in a story we call The Birth of Riceroni. Riceroni, the San Francisco treat. <laughs> I'm Lois DiDomenico. I grew up in Edmonton, Canada. I met my husband, Tommy, in 1944 in San Francisco. His father and his brothers and he had a pasta factory. When the war was over, there was no place to live. All these hundreds of thousands of soldiers were coming home. So I saw this ad that said, lady who lived alone would like to rent out one room of her apartment. Mrs. Captanian. I had a liking for her right away. So we moved in. Tommy would work until, what, 7 o'clock every night at Golden Grain Pasta Company. I was alone a lot. I was only 18, and I was pregnant, and I had kitchen privileges. Well, I really wasn't much of a cook. And here was this Armenian lady, probably about 70 at the time, making yogurt on the back of the stove all day, every day. I didn't even know what the word yogurt meant. My grandmother's name was Pailadzu Kaptanian. Grandma Cap is what we called her. My name is Ted Kaptanian. She babysat us when we were four or five years old. She would always be wanting to cook us stuffed grape leaves, baklava, and rice pilaf. Pilaf, Armenian way. She taught me how to make that. We would bring her golden grain vermicelli. She wanted us to break it as small as rice if we could. The kitchen was teeny tiny, like a closet. But right around the corner was a huge big round table. And when she rolled out her dough for baklava, she would roll and roll until every bit of that dining room table was covered with this sheet of phyllo dough. She would hold it up and she would say, See, Lois, you have to be able to see through the dough. I can remember sitting there and Mrs. Captanian telling me her life story. She was in Armenia, 1915, 16, when the massacre happened, which, by the way, the Turkish people still don't agree that it ever happened. She was pregnant with one child and had two other boys. This is a copy of her book, her memoirs of that exodus from Armenia. She wanted to guarantee that somebody knew what happened. My name is Meline Pelivanyan, working in the Berlin State Library as the Armenia and Turkey specialist. About 15 years ago, I found by chance this little book from Pailat Zokap Danyan. It is a rare book. There are not so much first-hand memoirs of this time. It was 1915. The deportation of the Armenian population of Turkey began. Pailat Zokap Danyan left her two little sons with a Greek family. She knew that it would be death for all the Armenians. About two weeks later, the husband of Pailazo is killed. Where are my two children whom I abandoned? My heart is breaking with longing to see them again. Alone at night, I repeat cradle songs for their sake. And while I tell This is Captanian, wrapped her feet in rags and walked through the Middle East. There were only women, little children, 
and old men. They walked about 12 hours a day through mountains and there were no food or little food. Eventually my grandmother made it to Syria where she gave birth to my father after having walked for months to escape. I used to sit in Mrs. Captanian's kitchen and listen to this amazing story of this woman. When I left her apartment, we got our own flat, and I made her Armenian pilaf a lot. One night, my husband and his brother Vincent were eating pilaf in my kitchen. Vincent looked at it, and he took it apart, and he said, you know, this would be great in a box. We had a kitchen down in the flat. He would cook the dish up, and we would taste it. I would bring home some samples and ask my wife how she liked it. We needed a name for the product. We were saying, well, what is the product? Rice and macaroni. Why don't we call it riceroni? The name uh, had a ring to it. Rice-a-roni, the San Francisco treat. Rice-a-roni, the delicious break from potatoes. There were not very many packaged side dishes in the market in 1955. I'm Dennis Domenico, son of Lois and Tom Domenico. Everything was being geared towards less time in the kitchen, dishwashers and garbage disposals. The convenience factor was everything. When I was young, we'd see these commercials for rice Every time we hear that jingle, my father would say, you know, your grandmother gave a rice recipe to the people who started that company. So every time you hear it, you can think of your grandmother. To be honest, we kind of thought, could that possibly be true, that this iconic American dish, could that actually be attributed to some recipe my Armenian grandmother gave to someone years ago? I still make peel off the way Mrs. Captanian taught me. The impact she had on me in my life, I only lived there four months, but it was four months that brought all these things together. Myself from Canada, Tommy Italian, Mrs. Captanian Armenian, all that converging in San Francisco in 1946. And out of that comes Riceroni. Hidden Kitchens is produced by the Kitchen Sisters in collaboration with Laura Folger, Nathan Dalton, and interns Eloise Meltzer and Alessandra Woolner. Mixed by Jim McKee. For Mrs. Captanian's original pilaf recipe, go to hiddenkitchens.org. Support for Hidden Kitchens comes from Cabot Creamery Cooperative, Newman's Own Foundation, the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and listeners' contributions to the Kitchen Sisters' productions. For more from the Kitchen Sisters, visit kitchensisters.org.